These days, work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries. And with that, we sent away good jobs and our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make all kinds of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more, right here in the USA. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs in towns and cities across the country. And jobs bring pride. Purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Six Rings King Show on a new night, Monday night now, baby. We're really excited, actually, to have Eric McLean on the show here, college football analyst, co-host of the Huddle. Coach, yes, all right. First touchdown of the year. Miami Hurricanes, yeah. You know the name already. It's Mercy. It's the Six Red Cane Show. Can't forget the name, yo. Got Jazz, Blue, Vision, DJ, break the game code. Ain't no changing up. Ain't no breaking up. Real port alive from the Hall Ride Stadium. Ball 14 for the orange or green. We see the Six Red Champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond 100 yards of hurricane. What's wrong with us? Seriously. What's wrong with us? We're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes. No pizza in my hand, but we're ready to, ready to talk some football here, ladies and gentlemen. What's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the Six Rings Kane show about eight minutes late, but... Um, yeah, I wonder why that is. You know, it is what it is. I don't <laughs> care. I don't care. I don't care. No, we got... Hey, listen. Well, we I think that... Play. I think you answered the question. Why is it that we're five minutes late? Jazz don't care. But <laughs> I don't care. Um, now, we got some really cool uh, news to talk about today. We've got uh, three, three commits uh, since this uh, past weekend. You know, I'll be honest with you. I'm sure Vish can kind of um, he can attest to this. We've been in baseball overdrive for like the past four days, uh, so I'm happy that we have the best recruiting guy in the game <laughs> on the show tonight. And we've got DJ who knows a little thing or two about some recruiting as well because I don't know about you guys. We do got the baseball show next, so we do yeah, got the baseball that. Show next. I got that covered with the recruiting. Oh. I, I believe uh, Mr. Larry Bluestein might have some recruiting insight, maybe. Yeah, just a little bit. What's up, Blue? How you doing, brother? Doing good. Doing good. Good. Kind of last week, uh, Tampa 
Sarasota, Bradenton, watched Venice and Naples, watched um, a couple. Hey, I got to shout out. My buddy watches this show. Yeah. And he's a Miami Sunset graduate. Ooh. And this is the first time ever that Sunset's been in the state finals for baseball. So Sunset Knights, baby. Wow, they're in the state finals, huh? Yeah, tomorrow morning they play at 10. The actual, the, so the final game? Uh, they're in the state semifinals. That might who they're playing. Mm, I don't know. I just know that Douglas plays Thursday tomorrow night, and they have they have a chance to. Well, they already broke Florida's record. They've won forty nine in a row. Wow. Yeah, that's, two that's time cool. defending national champions. Douglas, yeah, I know Douglas is a is a pretty strong team. They've been strong for for a few years. Not years. to not to hijack the show for baseball yeah. because no, we got a lot got a lot yeah. of football. To talk about yeah we do yeah we do but we don't hate on that we i love to see Dade county teams um you know get into the state state uh championships it's it's fun to watch especially in these um in these higher dis you know these higher uh i guess districts i don't know what it is now 8a 9a whatever it is now i know yeah. sun, sunsets yeah. up there look i'll be honest with you i'm always gonna blow smoke up my own team's butt when it comes to this because we were the first ones in 2000 to um Kind of break the curse since 1985 when the HML Hialeah Miami Lakes went to the state finals and won it in 1985. Uh, Dade County didn't have another one for 15 years until 2000. When look, your boys right here won it all in 2000, baby. Uh, yeah. So and then you know we kind of uh, started a little run there. Hialeah made a little run for some time. Uh, you had Columbus do it as well. You had some. Uh, some really good baseball teams in the 6A through 8A category. So I'm just happy that we were the trendsetters on that. So I'm, I'm always going to, you know, I'm always going to give a shout out to the South Miami Cobras 2000 state title, uh, state champs. We beat, listen, we beat the number one pitcher in the country that year in the state semis in Sean Burnett. Okay. Oh yeah. From Wellington. From Wellington. He was a first, he was a third pick in the first round to the uh, Pirates. Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates. That's right. Closer. I do. I recognize that name. Yeah. And he was a closer for the uh, for the for the Washington Nationals for a while. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm always gonna I'm always going to gonna name drop those those type of things. So awesome. As good, you should. Good luck to Sunset. Good luck to Sunset. I know uh, my buddy. I don't know if they're still playing Westminster Academy. Good friend of mine, Ernie Gonzalez. Is the they lost last week. Oh, they lost in the state yeah, last week. State championship. Yeah. Um, but, uh, is, is the Al Bundy section of the program over for us old timers <laughs> that know that reference? Jazz reminiscing us high school uh, baseball days, and we can. No, well, I mean, I'm, I'm come on, out. I know Al Bundy. Come on now. I'm shouting out other teams too, my boys. You know, uh, Ernie Gonzalez, the head coach over at Westminster, and um, I, I mean, I get blamed for everything around here, but I will say, um, you know, I was there the whole weekend, and we played like crap right up until Jazz left the second game, and then from there it was clear sailing. So. Me by myself seemed to work pretty well. Probably me more than anything else, you know. <laughs> uh, it could have been the two shakes that you had on on Thursday, uh, Mel. But anyways, we won't talk I about. Can't that. believe she double fisted. Yeah, unbelievable. Oh, anyways, God. all right, let's get into some football. All right, here we go. <laughs> we got a lot. Of, what'd you know about? Yeah, look at this. Hialeah class of '94. Damn, Sean. All right, all right. That's old school right there. Hialeah the thoroughbreds, baby. Home of yeah. uh, home of Gio Gonzalez. All right. Yeah. That's uh. That's uh. Claims of fame there with Gio Gonzalez and uh, some other guys. They had some some pretty good baseball players and football players back in the day. Charlie Huff. Charlie, that's right. Charlie Huff is a highly a guy. That's uh, an HML. I uh, had some anyway. Uh, HML. What's his name? The quarterback from Duke played there. 
Uh, geez, can't remember his name now. HML. Uh, yeah, for, for HML. Oh uh, yeah, um, or Lewis that, with the Rams. Yeah, uh, Lewis, right? Th- was it? Yeah, Thaddeus Th- Lewis. Thaddeus Lewis. That Thaddeus Lewis played there. Anyways, all right. So, Blue, we've got a, a pretty big, pretty big recruiting weekend this past weekend as a couple of guys decided to pull, um, uh, pull the string and commit to the Hurricanes. Some 2024 kids, and it looks like a 2025 kid now. Also, in I don't know if I'm butchering his name, Kasani. Is it Kasani Giles? Is yeah, KJ, KJ, KJ. Okay, so we got some, uh, and and listen, some some pretty big names as well. I think, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of Vincent Shavers, the linebacker out of Central. Super big fan of his, and we pulled a kid out of Alabama who's a pretty good prospect in Patrick Sullivan as well. Blue, uh, we got to start with the boy down with you know with the boys down here in Miami Dade County. You know. Part of probably, arguably, the top one of the top five teams in the country in Central, uh, a linebacker, a big kid, a very talented kid in Vince Shavers. What can you tell me about, um, you know, what the Canes are getting with 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 this kid with with Shavers? I know, I know you've got, I don't, know, I, I know T.J. Capers is down here in South Florida as well, and a lot of people like him. But I think Shavers is is one to really keep an eye on as one of the top guys in South Florida. Yeah. Hasn't played a game yet for Central. This is his first year. Came over from Pace. Right. Um, smart kid. Uh, he's He actually was coming into high school one of the highly most highly regarded running backs uh, coming out, coming into high school his freshman year uh, at Pace. In fact, that's what he played a lot of. Um, but turned into a heck of a, a linebacker. Very, very intelligent, um, smart guy, a lot in the Wesley Besaint mold. And the fact that he's a student of the game, uh, he'll sting you a little bit. He's physical. Um, he's a plug and play kid, really, a lot like Wesley was. Uh, I think he may even have a better understanding uh, coming out of high school than than Wes did, and that's saying a lot. Although. You know, I mean, you, you take a look at a guy like Shavers and, you know, he's been the king of the hill for a while. You know, I mean, a lot of people haven't heard of him because he's played at pace and he didn't get a lot of the publicity. And uh, he was forced to play running back because their running back situation was tough. So he didn't get an opportunity. But you got to remember, he was part of that um, Josiah Trader and um, and. Um, Posse uh, and Jeremiah oh. Smith freshman class <laughs> that came into uh, Pace. Um, so, I mean, that was, you know, and everybody I remember, they all played as freshmen and they looked at all those guys and said, wow. You know, because at the time you had Posse at quarterback, you had uh, Sh- uh, Shavers at running back, and you had Smith and Josiah at, at wide receiver. So you're saying to yourself, wow. You know, back then, I think it was like 20. And you say to yourself, wow, that 24 class is crazy. And uh, huge, huge, uh, huge get from Miami. Um, Family-oriented guy. Mom and dad are great. And, you know, just they loved Pace, but you could see that a lot of the, you know, a lot of the attention was being shifted away from Pace. And, uh, you know, you you can't fault the kid. I mean, he's going to be on one of the teams that's looking for their fifth state state title and they're defending national champs. And 
So he actually make his, makes his game uh, type of debut this Saturday. They, this is uh, uh, Central has a 2 o'clock intra-squad spring game, which bring will, will bring spring to an end in South Florida and, and open the way the following week for, for the summer camps. And Miami kicks it off really quick on the first uh, they, they waste no time and they have a special teams uh, camp right off the bat. And um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited uh, to see, to, to see Vincent and what he, what he brings to the table at the next level. How do you feel uh, DJ? How do you feel about this pickup with Vince Shavers now? Uh, come out, like, like blue mentioned coming over from pace, obviously going to uh, national contenders and in, in, in central, but just his style of play and what he can <laughs> What he can, uh, that's a shout out to Blue Terravella classic. Um, what he can bring to the table at the University of Miami as seems like a very uh, fluid linebacker. He can play multi, you know, he can play inside and outside potentially. Uh, what do you like about Vincent Shavers? Well, well, you kind of mentioned it right there his versatility. I mean, more and more we're seeing the need to not necessarily be hard hitting defensively, although that is a key component, but have, you know, athleticism as well and you know shavers kind of brings that versatility and athleticism to where you don't have to pigeonhole him to one specific you know area on the field he can you know move around a little bit and he does have the you know um, skill set to make an impact in multiple areas of the field so you know i think that kind of um that kind of multifaceted game especially when you consider how offensive friendly college football is becoming is going to be key for, for Shavers. Yeah. I'd like to see Vish. I know, look, you know, <laughs> don't, don't laugh at this dude. All right. I'm going to serve you up a softball for the love of God. Okay. Go for uh, it, man. Go for it. Yeah, come on, man. I got you. Bro. I tried to get Melissa to come on. So someone else can talk about recruiting. Right. But anyway. listen, listen. <laughs> Melissa, we love you, but Vish, Vish, you got this, bro. You got this. First, oh, before we even get there, by the way, shout out, DJ. That Blink-182 concert looked awesome, bro. I, it was I, so I, much I, fun. I have to mention it. That's it. Was, I, I didn't know you liked Blink-182, man. Oh, yeah. Band, so that's cool. It was so much fun. I had a few, and I'm hurting today, but that's the price of getting old. So. <laughs> I want to hear it, man. DJ's, like, significantly younger than us. I know. <laughs> I'm 28. I mean, that's not young anymore. Anyway, yeah, that's significantly yeah, younger than us. get a pair of shoes that's 28. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's awesome. Mm. We've probably got some Jordan ones over there that, that you know barely use. It. You can sell it for like fifty k right now, and he's holding. I'm telling you. Oh man. Um, so Vish, <laughs> I, I yeah. want to go from a different perspective. Not only recruiting, but it, I mean, it, it, it's a position where Miami really hasn't done great in the past few years, right? I mean, I know with West last year, transfer portal guy uh, and 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 Kiko Magoa this year. You've got the, they actually did pretty good last year, right? With Popo, uh, with Popo and um, Malik Bryant. So you've got some some guys coming in that are still freshmen, though. So it's going to take them a bit. You bring in another guy like Vince Shaver. I mean, this you start bringing in guys like this, and now the linebacker position starts to become a strength, right? I mean, are you excited about bringing in another linebacker? How many do you think you, you want to see in this class, really? So answer the first question, yeah, and and we shouldn't be done yet. I, I think we still need a few more. We just we keep talking about the depth on this team across the board, especially at linebacker. I mean, 
you know, Blue has talked significantly about how Corey Flagg might finally get pushed to a backup role, and that's <laughs> no that's no knock on him. He was the leading tackle last year. He's probably the only one that showed up consistently every game, so good on him. But then if you have him in, like, no depth behind that, that's not acceptable. So what what's going to happen now is we're going to have to over-recruit several positions, you know, take more than you would think you would need, because there's no we haven't stacked those classes before um and then as you grow that in some people will transfer obviously because they're not gonna they're gonna fall out so you gotta you gotta account for all of that with the portal now i think you gotta over recruit every position you need more than you think you need because some people aren't gonna be here some people aren't gonna pan out and especially in the situation we're in where we just have not um had the well there goes blues cat um <laughs> some people have not we have not stacked the classes together you know, we don't have the luxury of not essentially over committing. Um, and, you know, I'm a sucker for a good name and Shaver's good name for a linebacker. So that is right. I, that I, is I, an I, excellent I, linebacker I, name. You know, I can see him, you know, you know, AC Network Plus or whatever the hell channel we play on these days. I can hear the comments, you know, 12.30 p.m. in Charlottesville. I can already hear the commentators say Shaver's laid someone out. So, uh, yeah, that's a good name. Um, I, but, I like Shaver. More seriously, more seriously, it's, it's, it's a good um, – it's a good um, – good depth piece that could potentially be a star down the road, but I think he's, he's a solid player. And again, we just got any talent. You got to keep, keep stacking the talent. There's not a position right now that we're like, Oh, we don't, we don't need to like significantly upgrade the talent. At, so I agree. So, yeah, no, it's exciting. And I will say there's this momentum is just continuing to grow coming out of spring. We've just been, and that's what you're going to need to do for not just this year, but several years to come if we're going to get anywhere. I, I like what Fernie says here uh, that it's not just not just depth that we need to create, but the competition on Green Tree. And I think, look, Blue, you kind of mentioned this, right? He's a plug and play kid. He can come in as a freshman, you know, and he, you know, if not a freshman, a sophomore, and come in and really compete for a starting position. I think that's how good he could he could potentially be at the next level. Uh, I'm excited to bring that in because we need dogs at, at the linebacker. Man, the University of Miami has always been known for having, you know. I don't even have to go back too far, right? Denzel Perriman, uh, you know, guys like that. Sean Spence, who obviously undersized kid, but a dog. Uh, and then you can go down the line. You can go with the down, Dan Morgans and, and you know, and and uh, Armstead. And, and, you know, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. So uh, you need to definitely create that that level of, of, of intensity and competitiveness on the field and let those guys just kind of battle it out and, and – and whoever may the best man win, right? It sounds cliche, but it's the truth, man. That's how it's always been on Green Tree. So I'm kind of excited. I think that they'll continue to stack the linebacker position. They've got some pretty big names in that, um, you know, in, in that, uh, I guess, that that list of linebackers that they're going after. So I wouldn't be surpri- surprised if you hear some big names. Oh, we'll also talk about a guy who's recently been crystal, crystal bald um, to the U, <laughs> uh, who's could potentially be this year's um how do i say i mean you know this year's dj dallas or, or something along those lines right uh, wow big big time prospect that could could potentially come in and and help you know build this class out to be another monster so we're excited we'll talk about that in a bit um but i kind of want to get to this kids who who I'll, I'll be quite frank i don't know a lot about i saw him commit during the weekend while i was uh well, I was shooting an 85 at uh, the Silver Fox course at Trump. Yeah, okay, hold on a second. It really wasn't an 85. It was probably more like a 90, but we played best ball. So we shot an 85. So shout out to my buddy Landon who played with me. 
you know, it was fun. We played with. Did flow. you beat those flow? Did you no. beat those flow guys? Damn it, man! First of all, I didn't you let the brand them. down. Yeah, let I the know. community down. That man. Uh, but the 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 group, my group won, right? So we had two groups: Group A and Group B. It was me, and my buddy Landon, and then Alex from the the Average Canes uh, show, and and uh, this other guy Hector. And Lex and Hector won won the whole the whole tournament. So shout out to them for winning it. So and, not only did you not win, you lost to Lex. I'll tell you, I lost to Hector, but I love I love Lex. <laughs> um, Lex Lex is strong, man. That boy can. Whew. Lex, Lex, you can hit the crap out of the ball. Hector's more than you know. He's 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 a little seasoned vet in, in, on the course, so I'll give it to him. But but Lex played well. He actually did play really well. So uh, shout out to Lex uh, for playing really well. Uh, but what I was saying was, yeah, Patrick Sullivan, uh, another an athlete, right? What is he? Uh, Blue. He comes from Mobile, Alabama, which is really nice. Yeah, yes. yeah. Tap 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 uh, tap almost one tap and Raymond. So. Uh, Tap was out there playing. Fernie played on on Saturday at Trump as well. That was fun. It was good times. It definitely was. Next time, maybe me and you can pair up. I promise I'll play better. Um, I did have the shot of the day. I'm not gonna lie. I really did on the 15th hole. It was a it was a 280 foot. Uh, I'm sorry, 280 yard par four, and I hit the green on the drive. So I'm I'm good with that. I was about seven. Yeah, Fernie, don't believe me. He says you'll play better next time. That I was about seven feet from the top. I shot like a ninety. That's really not bad at all. Okay, so let's relax. Let's take a step back. All right. Um, but, but but no, on the on 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 the real mobile mobile Alabama. Obviously, Alabama is a place where if you can grab a couple guys from that state, considering the monster that is over there in uh, in Tuscaloosa. You definitely want to do that. Now, this is a young prospect, an up-and-coming kid, an athlete. What does he project? Patrick Sullivan, what does he project as at the next level, Blue? Have you seen him play a little bit? What do you like about this kid, Pat Sullivan? Just a very athletic guy. It's it's going to be a matter of where where they're going to need him. Um, you know, I mean, he, here's a guy who can come in and, and you know, play a number of positions. Um and, and somebody that I watch, I actually, when they were talking about him, I watched him on film and, uh, you know, he's a dude, you know, I mean, it's just uh, with Miami's needs where, you know, where he fits in will probably be based on when he gets here to see where they're going to need him the most. But a uh, lot, he plays on both sides of the ball. He's, he's a, he's a pretty good looking kid. And um, yeah, that, and, and they've, and you're right though, that, uh, Miami needs to kind of get uh, more of those type of kids uh, from the Alabamas. And I think now with the coaching staff that they have, especially with um, uh, um, Gidry and his knowledge of, excuse me, his, his knowledge of the, uh, uh, of that area of the Gulf coast region. And uh, I think you're going to see Miami never does very well. They haven't done well in 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 Alabama, uh, you know, uh, but they've done fairly well. And if they can go in there and start getting the good, really good kids, and not just somebody else's leftovers, um, I think they'll have a chance to be pretty special. And uh, yeah, I I think him and a couple of other targets that they have, I think that Miami's in. You know, I mean, the one thing that I was I saw, like I said, I just saw Coach Maribel the other day. And, I I said, listen, you take uh, May 21st, 2023, uh, 
or 22, and compare the roster to now, night and day. Yeah. Night and day. So that's, that's always good to hear. Where it might not reflect in wins and losses this year. Because they still have, you know, a schedule that they're going to be playing some teams that are going to be at home and they're going to be more veteran. And uh, But uh, I think, you know, I, I there's just so much to be pleased about. And I know the Hurricane fans, you know, I mean, the minute they lose to somebody they're not supposed to, the, the World War Ten, you know, I mean, so. Uh, but I, I like the... I like the, the direction they're going in. Uh, I, you know, I, Alex Dono and I were talking, and the Miami fans watch the star. Well, not they're not the only ones, but fans in general watch stars, and they don't watch talent. You know, I mean, and stars are just awarded because people don't see these kids play. They see them on tape. And DJ, you, I'm sure you agree with that because if you just watch them on tape. You're going to miss the, the character. You're going to miss the things that they do, you know, off the field, which it kind of adds up to their star ranking. And um, right. I think what Miami's got, they got a couple of kids that are going to be really, really special. And then, I, you know, the Kirk kid, he's going to be off the charts. Uh, the kid Giles, uh, another guy. So, yeah, uh, I think Sullivan will fit right in with what Miami wants to do. Uh <clears throat> DJ, uh, just kind of going into, you know, Mobile, Alabama and taking a kid from, you know, from that type of, uh, you know, from that from that area. Uh, just as long as it's not Jamarcus Russell. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't have to worry about that, but you never know. But I, it's always I mean, good to kind of go college into college Jamarcus is probably better than the, how we've had. No, yeah, 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 yeah. He had a cannon of an arm. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was pretty impressive, but. You know, yeah. so much for that. Yeah, um, an offensive tackles body, so they're. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Blue is not Jerry lying Lorenzen, there at all. Like a Jared Lorenzen type, you know. Hey, I think he made Jared Jared Lorenzen look small. <laughs> um, <laughs> DJ Pat Sullivan brings ver- again another guy with versatility, yeah. right? You keep you say you say it a lot too on the shows. Is the vers- what you like about a lot of these players is the versatility, whether it's the offensive lineman that can play multiple positions on the line, linebackers that can play inside and outside, cornerbacks that can play safety and corner or nickel. This kid can kind of do all of you know all of that stuff on, in the backfield um, on defense, but he also can come on the off- offensive side of the ball and be productive as well. Do you? I guess if you had to choose where you wanted to see a guy like Pat Sullivan, where would you prefer to see him on? on on the offense or on the defensive side? I like, because I was watching some of his, um, you know, highlights or tape or whatever today. Like Blue said, you can only get so much from those highlights of the tape. But from what I saw, you know, I liked what uh, he brought He brought defensively. He was very quick instinctually. He was not afraid to get in, in, the, in the middle of a play. He was not afraid to, you know, just go and get it. He didn't have to think about where he was going to go. You know, he he wasn't reckless in the sense that, he just, you know, was trying to hit everybody, but he had a motor that allowed him to really kind of make decisions quickly uh, defensively and, you know, make disruptive plays in the backfield, for instance. So I think I would like to see him on the defensive side of the football just because of the, you know, speed he would bring and the, you know, chaos he would be able to create in in, in an opponent's backfield. Yeah, I agree. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I said, I mean, and, and what he brings, he's a smart kid. I think he has like a 4.1 G, uh, uh, GPA. I mean, he's a, yeah, he's, he's, he's a pretty good uh, looking kid as far as that. And that, that's what Miami's aimed at. If you look at a lot of the kids that they go for, I know, oops, uh, what they're going for these days, um, uh, they're looking for kids who are equally as, you know, impressive in, you know, with, in the classroom. And that's, that's important. Cause those are kids that'll give, you know, give everything to you. And uh, yeah, I like him. I, you know, I, you know, DJ mentioned, you know, I mean, he runs, uh, you know, like a wildcat and on one play and then he's in the secondary and he's like 200 pounds, you know, he's a, but he, he does a lot of, the one thing on offense that I, I watched on the film that he does is, I mean, he creates. In defense, he'll hit you. So, like I said, it gives you an opportunity to, you know, to, to kind of play with a guy like that and see where he best fits you. And I, I think you you made the right uh, analysis to uh, before about DJ Dallas, you know. I mean, here's a guy that comes in. Remember, DJ Dallas was the ultimate uh, Swiss Army knight. Right. I mean, everywhere you could put them. So I, and I think that's a really good recruit. And it's an area that really is tough to, to recruit in. You know, I mean, you got so many schools in there. You know, I mean, the Mississippi schools and the Alabama schools and the, everybody. So um, when you come out of a, an area with a really, really good football player, it's, um, I mean, the kids in that area really don't get a, a lot of exposure to Miami. So it's something that you got to figure, well, wow, if he's coming here, he must, you know, must be passionate enough to have followed Miami too. So I agree. That's true. Here's here's a quick, quick question for you. Two minutes, Vish, because this is important, right? Like you're getting some of these guys that are athletes that are. You put a clock on me? Two minutes? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to keep track. Take a time out, Vish, and extend that time. (laughs) You know, yeah. Everybody else gives me the middle finger when it comes to time. Time, anyway. So you're more than your mother. Welcome to do the same. Um, I think if any of us have a timekeeping issue, I think you, you should probably look in the mirror there a little bit today. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, I don't know why you're picking on me today. I don't appreciate it. You know, you put me on a clock a here. You put me on a clock here. Appreciate it. As well, if I, I can even to... talk for two minutes about the subject. I want to move. I want to move on. Yeah. All right. So may, if you could give me two minutes, that would be great. I mean, I'll take a minute and a half. All right. I mean, if that's all you got for me. But uh, versatility is the name of the game. You see a lot of, you know, you see a lot of Coach Cristobal going after guys that can play multiple positions, whether it's on both sides of the football, whether it's just, you know, like I mentioned earlier, cornerback and safety. Uh, inside and outside of the line, so on and so forth. Do you like the fact that, you know, know, the coaching staff is recruiting guys like that that are more versatile, or do you want to see guys that are more, I don't want to say specialists, but more as like this guy is a true corner, this kid is a true middle linebacker, this kid's a true edge rusher, you know, things like that. Or do you like the versatility of saying, hey, this kid, if, you know, if we need him to play corner, he can. If we need him, if we need him to, you know, to, it's a blitz off the edge as a as, uh, as a safety, whatever the case is, he can do that. How, what do you what is your thought on on that type of player recruiting that as opposed to a guy that's just one you know one minded? 
I for the way that the team currently is, I prefer this approach of going versatile. Fernie touched on it earlier just to show this, you know, that we're trying to do multiple things, but also we are not in a position where we have like a mature roster. We're like, all right, we need this guy to plug this gap because we know this other guy who's doing that role right now is going to graduate in a year and then he'll be a sophomore to be able to pick it. Like we're not anywhere close to that. I mean, these freshmen <laughs> come in and start, right? So, so I think it makes sense to, to keep as much, not just use the term versatility, but flexibility in how we're, we're going to go for it. I know Mario has a vision of what he thinks the finished product will look like. But, you know, you're not going to get every kid you go after. You're not going to get every recruit you go after. You're not going to get to handpick. These are the guys I want. It's not the NFL. You can't draft someone, right? You have to convince them to come here. And this provides a lot of flexibility to, I think, put together the most overall talent that we can. Because that right now is just about upgrading the talent. You get talent any which way you can. I think he's doing that. And by keep by by keeping this versatility and flexibility in play, he is going to allow us a year or two from now to get as much of this talent on the field as we can. Right. Now, two to three years from now, hopefully we've upgraded the talent enough where we can focus on, you know, okay, we need a linebacker that fits this because huh. we plug him right in here to yeah. our to our squad. And Blink-182 reference, focus on all the small things. <laughs> uh, right now we got to do the big things, and that's just upgrading the talent. So I think the versatility helps a lot with that because the last thing you want to do is recruit three traditional middle linebackers and have two of them sit on the bench and then have someone else playing in another position that probably is not in top 10 on the defense talent wise, but has to start because he's the only guy who can do that role. So, um, and we've seen that some with our safeties as well, as we tried to get more of them on the field last year. Um, we we're going to continue to do that. Um, just go for the flexibility and see that we can, we can spread the talent around and get as much talent on the, on the field as we can in the short term. To hopefully, you know, win that extra game so we can go to a bowl game this year. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. Shout out to uh, Chalupa Batman. What's going on, man? We appreciate the love. Uh, they got some some uh, pretty cool show as well. So plug plug the show there, man, whenever you get the chance. Yeah, it's, it's the You, you Heard yeah, show is his show. And then he's also now a regular with Dono. So check yeah. him out on Lockdown also. Pretty awesome. Pretty yeah. awesome there, I can plug it for you, Chalupa. There you go. There you go. Um Look, I'm, I'm going to go the other way around here on this one uh, with with Kasani Giles, uh, recent commit. Right, committed today, uh, 2026. I I stand corrected. I said 2025 earlier. He's a 2026 cornerback out of IMG Academy. Now, look, there's two things, right? I like I I I like it, but I'm also nervous about it because I like it because it's continuing continuing to build that IMG pipeline, right? And these IMG kids love love Miami, apparently, right? So this is exciting. You got David Stones and you know and and some of the other ballers that are over there right now. And now you got a 2026 kid who is a legit, you know, a legit star in the making there at IMG, another cornerback prospect. So I really like them going after this kid, long lanky kid. Uh, the only thing that concerns me a little bit is, you know, it's early and, you know, a lot of times, a lot of these kids, 2026 kid, man, I mean, he's what, that's a freshman, right? A freshman, 2026? He's going to be a sophomore. He's going to be a sophomore. Okay. So, you know, committing that early is tough, man, because now you start playing really well and you got all the other teams, all the big teams that are going to come after you also. First of all, how do you feel, DJ, about picking up a kid so early in, in you know, in the recruiting cycle of 2026 and, you know, I mean, it is it is a kid from IMG, so continue to build yeah. the pipeline. I think there's a possibility that he sticks, but 
you're going to have to recruit the hell out of him for four years. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Or three years. You know, I'm I'm excited about the initial commitment, but I kind of I kind of am a little wary, kind of like you. I mean, it is 2026. He has offers, you know, from programs like LSU and you know some of the bigger programs, and his profile is only going to continue to grow. So, you know, while I am excited about the commitment for sure, and you know, I think he would be a great addition to the program. You know, 2026 in the recruiting world is still kind of a long way away. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Now, he's a really good player. Blue, you know, you you were up in in that area recently. I don't know if you got a chance to see him play or not, or if you have in the past. But anything you can say about Kasani Giles and his commitment to the Canes? He's a baby. I mean, you know, I mean, he not anywhere near what he's going to be in a couple of years from now as far as his strength, his knowledge, his uh, maturity. So it's just, like I said, you know, it's it's a little tough to, to kind of get excited about a kid that won't be on campus for years, uh, you know. So, uh, but I, I like the idea, uh, you know, I mean, personally, I wouldn't let – you know, I, I wouldn't let my kid commit this early. Why would you commit this early? It just makes no sense. You could strongly favor a school. Sure. It's like Ty Wise's kid. You know, I mean, he's a 26 kid. He's a full-grown man. He's 6'4", 295 pounds. Um, and Miami offered him finally last week, too. And uh, But he's nowhere near ready to commit. He's going to make – actually, he's going to make his first trip down here. He has, you know, even though his dad played here, he, you know, they live up in the panhandle. That's a hike. And um, so, and, but right now, I mean, you know, guys like that, and you mentioned Giles, I mean, anything could happen. I mean, that's a long way off. You know, I mean, if he's a 24 kid, you know, we get excited. But right now, I think it's a little early in the, in the deal. If he's still with them in two years, then we'll start, I'll start getting excited. I'm not going to tell you guys what to do, but it's just, just he's a he's a puppy you know i mean he's just he's not even anywhere near what he's going to be right so i so I mean, question for everyone else that kind of follows this more closely than i do so i just saw like two that you know western kentucky offered a 27 case in eighth grade like is this just the way this is going now where we're gonna you know have these uh, i know they've been for years people have been offering like way in yeah advance, but it's usually like kind of just a token offer but like are we gonna start seeing more of this Kind of like two to three years out, but can they even? Committing. I don't think they could even offer Vish. They can't I mean, offer these underclassmen. That's never stopped anyone. Um, so, no, I know, but, uh, but I mean, I guess. Do you think this is where we kind of end up 
end up as like a recruiting thing now where it's just going to be like like people aren't even going to wait till their senior year to commit it's just going to be a lot of well the problem is you've got all these early signing day periods and you've got all these schools committing earlier and sorry recruiting earlier and earlier that yeah i mean if you wait till your senior year i mean look some of these five-star prospects they're going to hold spots for them right of course but for the most part you better get in quick because it's not only about your spot but it's also your nil money right let's 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 be real <laughs> you know that unfortunately that's the name of the game right now so it's gonna be right but i guess i guess from a, I, I worry more about the from the from the player standpoint from the right. recruit standpoint because you know it's very easy to commit three or four years in advance but that like if you don't reach the potential they think you are they'll yank that off right <laughs> off from under you and you're screwed kind of and it's just that too. This is, this is, it's a risk you take. I don't, I don't think yeah. this is a great, great development, to be honest. Like, not not talking about the specific player because you know yeah. I obviously not really in the just in general. Like develop, a... But I think this is to Blue's point. I think it's it's too early to be committing to to a school. And I agree. I don't know. I agree. I don't think it's a great development, but I think it's something kind of like NIL and things like that, where it's going to become part of the college football landscape. So people are going to learn how to adapt to it, and you know, hopefully. These kids have good have you know good people giving them advice on how to handle these things because I I can't imagine being this young and you know making my college future this early like I can barely hold myself together now and I'm 28 years old I can't imagine making a big life decision once again like just shoving it in our face this this the youthful uh, yes, sorry I'm here. bringing some youth to the AARP hour but okay oh, right. man. Oh, man. Damn! That's some high quality stuff, man. I like it. I like it. I like it. it. Definitely. That's got to go on your next cut when you you put the next uh... There's definitely a What's My Age Again reference in there also as we're doing like... You're on fire, Vish. I like this. No, you are on fire, my man. I love it. I love it. I've been in Miami a while. I'm feeling like myself again, you know? (laughs) I don't know if I can go back. I'm going to have to go back, but... Yeah, don't do it. Uh, last but not least, wait. Is... Sorry, uh, does, does anyone have a take on like? Do we think like? Does right, well, see, I guess the question is like because I think we talked about how talented the kid is, how much everything is going to grow, and how you know if he gets on campus, it's awesome. But does this even mean anything at this point? I guess it's probably the better. I question. mean, it's, it's nice because it's an IMG kid, you know, and and the pipeline is still is really strong. But I don't know, man. I, I don't know if it means much. I'm not going to look into it too much. It's fun. It's nice to see, but it's a 2026 recruiting class. Yeah, right? yeah. You know, we're we're still trying to hunker down and and solidify tw- 24. We're not yeah. Gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the that kid, Baby Gronk, is a 29, uh, 29 or 20. 30 and he's got all these ni he's not gonna even be playing for yeah he's don't even get me started on him don't even all i know is when he when everybody grows up to his age i want to see what how tough he is you know i mean he's he's bigger than most but he is a tight end you know dj he's like five six five five (laughs) i don't know if you want him at miami though yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Don't like He's just making a lot of money because uh, everybody, I think, one of the companies is giving him. Uh, that's what Melissa should give. She should give G- uh, Giles a hoodie, and uh, maybe he'll come down. Give her a personalized hoodie. Yeah, we might have. Look, to- look, look, Melissa does not share the hoodies. Okay, the hoodies. That's true. <laughs> Plus, I'm okay. pretty sure it's a recruiting violation, Bruce. Let's not. In this day and age, what what is a violation? No, No, that's what they'll get you for. You can literally just like straight up buy a kid. It's five if you do something like, wait, that's an extra benefit. 
That, yeah, is, yeah. True. that is true. <laughs> this just in, the Cavenders graduated. So that's, um, <sighs> it, you know, it shows you that anything could happen. Like they're going to ever need that diploma. Yeah, yeah, it's, still, it's still an accomplishment. Um, yes, yes. Yeah. It is, but they're never going to need it. And I wouldn't use it if I was them. I mean, oh, let's all right, since, you know, I do have a duty here since Militia, Melissa's now three times promoted Buckets. <laughs> it is on Wednesday. I lied. Buckets is on Wednesday. Vishnu wearing a hoop shirt, Buckets. She's got a new hoodie. Okay. <laughs> all right. So... We, get we get it. Buckets is on Wednesday. Bro. Yeah, but it's it's the first time we're going to have the full Buckets crew, so it's a momentous uh, occasion. So definitely Matt's tune in on Wednesday. Huh? Matt is back from his honeymoon. We're going to have all three of us on the same show for the first time. Are you excited about that one? Yeah, nice. So that's a good, That'll be good. good episode of Buckets. Uh, Blue is turning us off, I think. I don't blame you, Blue. <laughs> checking some of the uh, other action out. You're watching a Panthers game there, Blue? I was watching the basketball game, actually. So. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, oh, Lakers fan Blue. This is what has happened now. Yeah, yeah. Well, what am I going to do? I guess, oh, I guess Jazz. I, mean, I, I want to jump on the Heat bandwagon. Me and Blue. Are the there's still space, Daddy. There's still space. Uh, jump I don't know if there's space, man. DJ. DJ, where you at, dog? You want to jump uh, on it too, baby? No, I'm good. No, I'm all good. Sure? All right, bro. Greatest friend, greatest franchise in sports right now, man. It's you still got time. You still got time. I'm just saying. I want what you're having, Jazz. That's what yeah. I want. I want what you're don't having. Make, hey, so that's some. So that's so my don't, way. Don't make me do it to you like Butler did to Horford to Tito. Hey, <laughs> relax. I don't there, know why buddy. Horford did that. That was so dumb. Well, I mean, I don't know why a lot of things uh, Grant Williams and Horford and the rest of you. Those you guys players. can take Grant Williams, by the way. I'm tired of him. I don't know. He's just like I said, just like Isaiah Wynn. Thank you, Miami Dolphins. So uh, goodbye. Well, I don't know, but we're not taking anybody else from the Celtics unless it's Jalen Brown. Let's bring him over. Um, look, one more, one more cat I wanted to talk about before we get out of here is he's been crystal balled now to Miami. This is huge. It's five star prospect. Justin Scott defensive line. The defensive line is going to be fun and exciting. From what I, from what I'm hearing, it's going to be fun and exciting times um, as far as what the recruitment is going to be like for the defensive line for the University of Miami. And it all starts with this kid. It starts with Justin Scott. Justin Scott gets in here, five star kid, one of the top defensive linemen in the country. You get him down here, and, 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 and I mean, it looks good. Obviously, I don't want to kind of you know count my chickens yet, but. We're talking about an elite prospect blue that can come in and help Miami recruit the best of the best at all positions, not just at defensive line. How big would it be to get a commitment from Justin Scott? Especially when you're being pursued by Georgia, Ohio State, Notre Dame, USC, Alabama. I think it'd be big. I mean, 6'4", 3'10". First, I think it'll be the first uh, kid that Miami's gotten out of Chicago since Russell Maryland. Wow. Um, and that guy, he turned out pretty damn good. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah this guy's uh, this guy's uh, he's a man. He's a, he's just a man child, and uh, yeah, I just but it's going to be a dogfight down to the end, I think, because uh, there's some really elite schools in there, but uh, a lot of those Georgias and. Ohio State can't promise him what Miami could promise him. Jared Payton was out of there, right? Or is he like a suburb or something? Suburb school, yeah. Okay. So it doesn't yeah. count. Chicago, <laughs> but Chicago kid, right? Yeah. You know, at the end of the day. 
I I love this Justin Scott uh, opportunity. You know, this possibility. He like I mentioned before, Crystal Ball to Miami now. DJ, this is a huge. This would be a huge, huge get for the Hurricanes at a position that they need desperately to fill with some elite talent. What does he do for that defensive line? Is he a kid that can come in and start day one? Absolutely. He can collapse pockets very quickly. He's very quick. Again, speed on the defensive side of the football. You know, he he creates havoc in the backfield. He, you know, forces the pocket to collapse. And, you know, one of the things that I'm noticing, you know, with, you know, recruiting edge rushers and being crystal ball with defensive linemen and just overall, like getting good players on the edge and on the defensive line also helps your secondary. So there's a lot of good, you know, complimentary football because I know we've landed some corners. You know, we just we just um, got a commitment for the 26 kid. And so, you know, you're seeing the defense kind of being built piece by piece and you're getting players on the defensive line that will be able to help the secondary and vice versa. Yeah, again, Bishop, it's, it's to me, it's the most important position uh, that the Kings need to recruit this year for the 2024 class. And when you start off with a five-star prospect like Justin Scott, I think that that is, is only going to build the momentum there. And, and you mentioned it a little bit earlier, right? Like we built off this momentum from the spring game and we're getting, you know, some really top talent now committing to the Kings, whether it's from the 24 class or, or others. This is a big time get. And this is something that can – you're talking about dominoes falling. Now you're talking about this is a five-star prospect, one of the best players in the country, committing to this to this school after a five-and-seven season, after, you know, everything that's kind of happened, you know, new coaching staff and everything. This, is, this will be huge for the Canes, won't it? Yeah, and you're going to need that type of player early in the cycle just to legitimize, frankly, the program right now. It's been it's been a while, um, and then like you said, coming off of last year's season, to say no, there is something special down there, and you know that was just the the beginning of the growth, and not kind of where the program actually is going to be. So yeah, I think it's really important to get those big time recruits. Um, we talk a lot about the ones that you know go around and, and kind of evangelize for the school after they come in, but it's also just symbolically important to get. I know stars aren't everything, but get those five stars in here. And then it kind of allows other five stars to also then, hey, maybe I should commit there and do so without looking like they're out of their mind, to be honest, because you're sitting there. I mean, I hate to say this, but if you're like, Alabama, Georgia want me, and then Miami wants me, like, I mean, yeah. Well, we at this it. point, at this point, it's like, I mean, especially if you're not local. If you're local, it's completely different, right? Sure. But if you're, like, coming in from Chicago, it's kind of like, uh, you wanna, sure you want to do that? So if he says, yes, I want to do that, and these are the reasons why I want to do that, you know, that validates it for a lot of other people. That And now he can might... use that to, like you said, evangelize. Yeah. yeah, and it also, you know, there's probably other big-time recruits that are thinking the same thing, but maybe a little bit afraid to say, hey, I'd rather go to Miami than Georgia. I'd rather go to Miami than Alabama, but, like, I'll be looked at like I'm crazy if I do that. Right. You know, all of a sudden, if, if Justin Scott does it first, then it's, oh, hey, it's totally normal to do that now. Right. And I think that that's a big deal to get him and get that's him. That's how kids are. Way. They want to follow other big time players. You know, They want to follow their big time players. And they also don't want to be out on an island looking like they're an idiot that could have gone to Alabama and Georgia and went to Miami instead, went five and seven or whatever. Right. So, but if they're not the only one doing it, then they're not going to look that way. I agree. I agree. Um, 
before we go, we, we mentioned the guy blue that you got to see this weekend real quick. I, yeah, I totally forgot to mention him is uh, the kid that transferred from Ohio. Uh, Eli- what's his name? Elias Rudolph, a uh, big time uh, defensive line prospect um, that uh, the coaches were able to, you know, it looks like they were able to, to, to give him an offer this past weekend. What'd you like about Elias Rudolph uh, coming in? Here's a long, really long kid, six, five, uh, two fifteen. Um, the weird thing is, is nobody could tell. I mean, I asked coaches, why would you leave? You were the number three player in Ohio, the number 11 overall nationally. I found out that he does have, uh, you know, some, some relatives down here, but wow. I mean, before he was at Cincinnati Taft high school and before he left, he had Cincinnati, Kentucky, Michigan, Ohio state, West Virginia, Pitt, (laughs) Arkansas, Penn state, uh, all, schools um yeah he's a four-star kid uh he's long uh he's quick uh, he'll follow up plays um in the first event that i saw him at about six weeks ago uh, they didn't have enough um uh wide receivers so he played wide receiver wow. he didn't have enough dbs so he played safety um you, you know, you just can't teach that. And you know as well as I do, Ohio's, you know, they're pretty talented. Yeah. Yeah. As far, you know, so if you're one of the best there and, you know, and all those offers that he had, um, he even responded uh, when Miami offered him. So that's not a bad look. And I'll tell you what, as time comes down, it's the best thing is, is he's here now. It's not like he's in some other state. So what school is he at again? I was at Deerfield Beach. Deerfield Beach. A team that was down for the last couple of years because uh, over a what 10 year period, I mean, they put out kids left and right, you know, from shoelace to quarterback at Michigan to, you know, Restrepo and guys like that. They've had some, you know, so I think, I mean, they have the athletes. It's just that, you know, coach Javon Glenn, who did a great job, you know, he moved on and, now they're trying to rekindle, but I'll tell you what, like I was talking to a couple of their players on Saturday. I said, not a bad dude to have dropped in your lap, <laughs> you know? I mean, so we'll see, we'll see what progresses, but uh, he reminds me a little bit of Wayne almost, but longer. So that's not a bad little. Uh, Jaden Wayne? Wayne? Yeah. Yeah. Jaden Wayne. And well, everybody was, you know, talking very positively about him. Well, I'm glad that Miami got on him now, and now yeah. he's a local. He's a local product now, so they can keep a close eye on him. And I think that that recruiting is going to be uh, is going to be one to watch for sure. Yeah, so yeah. Excited about that one, Mr. Overdose. Appreciate the love, man. Didn't even know Flo was going on today, but I get it why because yesterday he played another round, uh, <laughs> and uh, I guess he was. Yeah, old man, old, old man knees, man. He couldn't, he couldn't take it anymore. So he had to. He probably went to bed early. Um, but Mr. Overdose uh, also a, a definite fan of the Bucket Show. So yes, shout sir. out to him. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and I guess we're getting hockey updates now. Awesome, Panther score, baby, one nothing. Can we can we tweet it out like ESPN does? First reported by <laughs> Melissa's glued to that damn thing. Yep, they're gonna lie because of the heat. Oh, because of the heat game. Okay, makes sense. Makes sense. Melissa knows. Melissa is uh, or on the on the uh, on the field correspondent. 
right? For all you know, people. we go live during heat games, and the three people that show up, we appreciate you. So we do, we do. <laughs> why can't you do what we do, which is turn on the TV, watch the heat game while we're doing the show? I mean, well, I'm yeah, trying to do the show while you guys are all just watching TV. Well, what difference does it make? Um, but if you want to talk some baseball, hey, listen, th- th- baseball this is exciting, man. This is exciting. I'm actually super excited to talk man. baseball tonight. Uh, Blue, jump in whenever you want to talk about Kings baseball, man. You know that you're more than welcome to jump in. Uh, we got. And, I mean, I don't know if you have eligibility left, anyone, but if you can pitch, yes, you know, <laughs> head over Those to Durham. We we don't we don't play till Thursday. There's still time for you to get out there and uh and you know yes. throw 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 some. I'm not 28 anymore, like <laughs> DJ. Yeah, right. Uh, real quick before we go, shout out to uh, PricePicks.com, our sponsor of the night. Uh, PricePicks, uh, make sure you go check them out. Uh, PricePicks.com. You, when you sign up, you will receive. Uh, they'll match your. They'll match your hundred dollars up to a hundred dollars. Excuse me. They'll match your deposit initial deposit up to a hundred dollars with the code five F I V E. It's real simple. You pick uh, two or more players, choose the over under on their individual categories. Could be from any sport, any league, baseball, basketball, Formula One, hockey, you name it. College football, they've got it all. So make sure you check them out. It's PricePix.com. Sign up. Code word is five F I V E, and they'll match your initial deposit up to a hundred dollars. Check them out. PricePix.com. Uh, stay tuned because we've got uh, uh, we've got some Canes baseball coming up for you now in uh, for the next half hour. Or so we'll talk regionals. We'll talk uh, ACC championship. Uh, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk Jazz yeah. leaving in the fifth inning of a game that the Canes miraculously listen, came back and won on Friday. Listen, listen, <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. You know, I can't. You know, I'm not on vacation like you are, bitch. Okay, yeah. I I am not on vacation. I'm just yes. not in DC. Sure. Sure. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys about some baseball now coming up in about five minutes. So check us out. Stay here. It'll be on the five. <laughs> yeah, so Ed Buckets is on Wednesday before Melissa yeah, kills me. Uh, Buckets right. is on Wednesday. Good Lord. We'll see you guys. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rings Kane Show. <laughs> you know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.